welcome to yet another exciting, inspiring, educating session with Mrs. Yemisi Iwasomi. Yeah, I promise you guys last week that she's coming back this week. And this week, we're going to be talking about debt restructuring. Yes, perhaps there is any one of you that is in debt already. You've fallen victim to any of those loan sharks that are giving ridiculous interest rates. It's okay, we're going to be talking about how to get out of it. And also, after listening to this episode, head on into the community, under the discussion and the feedback space, let's talk about it. This is Yamisi Wasami, we'll be right there taking questions. You don't want to miss it. Okay, so let's move to, okay, some of us are taking loan. Not me, no, I'm not exclusive, mm-hmm. but then we are stuck. Mm. Right, mm. you know, my friend made me understand debt restructuring. Is it um, restructuring? Is mm. a financial advisor, mm. and he had to explain that there is something called debt restructuring, mm. and it just you know help you you know bring you back. So there is a way that okay, some of us we've gone astray, we've taken more than we can chew, mm-hmm. but there is a way to call us back. Mm-hmm. You know, so in your own words, what would you um, define as debt restructuring? Okay, debt restructuring is looking at where you are. In terms of debt, mm. and asking yourself, how much can I earn over the next few years, and how will I earn that money? And then you go back and tell your lender, right? In 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 lame, in lame terms, that's what I'm telling you right now. And then you go back to your lender, and then you say, I know when I agreed to this loan, I said I'll be able to pay to fifty thousand every month, mm. but I'm not there, I'm now at a point where my available or disposable income is around 20000 So I know this loan is supposed to expire next year, but I'd like five years more. And then you give proof that you truly can earn that money over the next five years. And then they sit down, they review it, and then they say, okay, let's restructure this loan to align with our cash flows mm. so that she can pay. That way, you are living. Mm. You have your money mm. that you can use to mm. eat because you must survive. Mm. You can stay in your house and you can pay the money for as long as you are, how do you say, disciplined and truthful. Yeah. It goes back to becoming a good loan. So let me explain a bit about credit reports to you. Okay. When you take a loan and you don't pay as agreed, it becomes a bad loan. Yeah. We flag it in the in the bank mm. or whichever the lender is, and then they flag you on the credit report, on mm. the credit bureau, mm. and then they say you have a bad loan. So if somebody goes to check the credit bureau report, it says that you have a bad loan. Mm. Now, when that loan is bad, it gives you a bad report, and nobody can give you a new loan in the industry mm. until you've cleared it. Now, most people can't just go in and clear it that way. It's these conversations that they have for restructuring. Mm. Sit down with the lender and say, this is what I can do. Mm. They restructure the loan to suit what you can do. Mm. And then they start taking it little by little. Now, if you pay three times, four times consecutively, Mm. they revert you back to good status. Mm. Because Mm. you've shown track record. The key thing is in loan restructuring is the attitude of the borrower. And if let them give you so many... You know, grammar. When you are talking about learning structure, convert it from one one facility to another. No matter what they tell you, this is what it is. Oh. Structure it back to be in line with the guys. So we must have done the loan when we were all thinking 
this is how much we have. No, the reality has hit us. We don't have that amount. This is what we have now. So let's bring it back to align with what we have and be truthful to ourselves and believe that we have a customer that will be true to the new agreement. And so what do we do when we restructure? You draft a new offer letter, you sign a new agreement, you agree with us, and then you continue. Mm, that's very nice. This should tell you that the lenders are human beings as well. So, and you are a customer, irrespective. So, you should always be able to talk things out. You know, some people, me, I'll not even like, I'll be scared. She will not arrest me like this. She mm. will not put me in prison. Mm. Even if they arrest you, they will still want you to talk. How can you pay? If they take you to court, why would the court say, How okay. can you pay yeah. back? So let's just be, always be open to restructuring. I know credit has led some people to depression, yeah. credit has led some people to kill themselves, mm. to do a lot of things. But you shouldn't get that. It's money, and you can handle money. Yeah. You should be able to have conversation, decent conversation with the lender and you know, restructure things. Fantastic one. So I have a case study, right? So okay. Fola has a loan of two million naira. Okay. With two loan companies, different rates, of course. And with one, she took one million naira and she's paying eighty-seven thousand naira for fifteen months. Mm-hmm. And with the other, she took four hundred and she's paying forty-five thousand naira. And her monthly net salary is one fifty thousand. So if we add 87 and 45, that is around uh, 120, 130, 2,000 or thereabouts. And mm. she's earning 150. Mm. We obviously know that Fola cannot survive on this. Mm-hmm. Because if we remove 132 from 150, mm. that's like uh, 18,000 era balance. Okay. And Fola would have to go to work, eat, and probably if she has a family that she needs to send a little bit of stipend mm-hmm. to. And if she's a Christian, she needs to pay her tithes. <laughs> so... How would you um, tell Fola to leave? Okay. Like, what can she tell a lender? Okay. You know, the two lenders in this company. Okay. So for, for Fola, um, when, we, when we were in the banking world, and they still use it, mm. 33.3% of your net monthly income mm. is what we look at and say, this is the amount you can use to service your applications. We believe that the remaining 66.66% mm. is to take care of you living because mm. you must survive. Yes. And all that. So that means for last loans, she should not be servicing more than 49000 no. And she's already servicing. And she's already on one yeah. So she needs to go back and sit with the two lenders. You know, I know you think these conversations are tough. Yes. But everybody will align with somebody that is truthful. So the first thing is, what kind of person is Fola? Okay. And that needs to be clear to both lenders. For example, if Fola has been paying all this while, and then now she's, she can't continue, but probably maybe her husband had some a job also mm-hmm. and, and maybe he lost it or mm. for whatever he had to take a pay cut mm. then she needs to go back and sit down and be truthful and tell the bank this is where I am this is where I am mm. or she can also say I'm willing to release 60,000 to both of you so tell me how you want us to restructure this loan so that I can afford this you know mm. and then when she has promotions of course then she can continue to say, okay, maybe we should revert. But for as long as you're having these conversations, you're going back, talking and all that, mm. nobody can say you ran away. Yeah. So that's important for Fola's. First things first is that she needs to understand that out of her 150000 there, mm. she cannot afford to be servicing debt of more than 50000 And based on that, which are part of the assessment, I, I would have believed that those two 
lenders should have done before giving her the loan because I wouldn't have given her a loan that should be paying 87,000 every month like how? on a 150,000 so because everybody's trying to meet targets yeah. I understand that mm. but some people would go above and beyond but now she's asked to, she has to face reality because if you look at inflation and everything that has happened in Nigeria mm. you can't survive on this so mm. that's the key thing first things first set what you can pay mm. and then go into your conversations with your lenders mm. you know they are human the truth is that if they continue, if they decide not to restructure mm. it will become a bad loan eventually because mm. for that we find a way she will open another account and this and people do this a lot and start saying she'll go to HR. i need to change the account you put to my salary <laughs> and once she does that yeah. she automatically has taken that loan out of your hands so both lenders and borrowers risk a lot when the payment plan is unrealistic. So better to sit down, let her be truthful with you, mm. let her leave the money with you, but let and know that 30,000 out of the money is yours on a monthly basis mm. and I'm taking it out. And this is also important for those who are lenders and, not, and are not banks. Because mm. by the way, the money is not with you, it's what she pays you. That you collect. So it's better to have that conversation with, with her, her and restructure that loan in a way that she can Pain. survive mm-hmm. and continue to pay. Because once she can't survive, after a while, she would lose the job also because she would look to do fraudulent things to be able to survive. Yeah. Yes, that's what happens to the best of us. This can happen to us. Yes. Because it's not that we're the best saints all over the world. It's no, not because we are saints that we've not gotten into trouble, mm. right? So, and people can make, as much as this case study looks very funny, people make these mistakes. Every, some people are about to make it tomorrow. So that's why it's critical. Before anybody assesses you, look at your own income and say 33 one third is what you can leave, you know, mm. give to service loans. Mm. The remaining 66.6, you need it to take care of yourself, mm. take care of your family, invest in yourself so that you can even get promotions. So divide it like that and based on that, decide. Then when you are going for loans, you know how much you can pay. You'll be the one to tell them, I can pay so-so-so amount on a monthly basis. And I want you to structure my loan. That way. way. Yeah, fantastic. Very good one. So, uh, uh, so how can, aside from this, I know some people have peculiar cases. Yeah. Do, you, do you think there are any firms that offer debt restructuring services? Is there a service that any firm offer? Is there a service per se? I know, I know they offer it for companies, but I'm, I'm not sure that for individuals. For individuals. Yeah. But thinking about it now, it's not a bad idea to have people like that who offer such services to to individuals mm. because individuals now have to take more credit. Yeah. They are now exposed to the credit world and they have to do this. Mm. But I know that there are some firms that help with debt restructuring and it's large, it's wide. Mm. You know, it has to do with legal issues. Sometimes those companies are selling your assets on your behalf to help you mm. reduce the loan and mm. all that. So mm. it's a wide range of services that you give to companies when debts become you know, toxic and you have to restructure. Mm. And it's not a bad idea to have something like that for individuals. Mm, Why no banks do it when they come calling and they say the loan is bad and all that. The first thing is not to kill you. The first thing is that you're accessible. Yeah. And then we start having those discussions and then you Mm. tell us how you want to treat it and all that. Mm. We do not like going to court. We prefer 
and I, I say that for even the bank I worked with, mm. we prefer that you sit down first, we structure, your, avail- your availability makes it easier for the lender. Mm. And these fintechs are also, they are learning, you know, mm. when you've had your hands burnt, you know that it's not just about putting um, a software and giving money. You want to know who you are giving money to so that when it's time for conversation, you have somebody to talk to and say, okay, what happened to this money and how do we resolve this matter? Yeah. So, do you have any uh, words, you know, that may- maybe you think we have not covered that you want us to talk about or something? Well, I think we've covered the most basics, of, yeah. you know, most of what you need to know. But I just wouldn't want to leave us without saying that it starts with us, the right attitude to money. Mm-hmm. Um, be sincere with yourself. What income is? What expenses? Mm-hmm. Um, if income is increasing and expense is well managed, then you're a candidate for loans because you, you've invested some money. And then you can say, okay, if I want credit, this is what I want to achieve with it. Mm. You are very realistic and intentional about credit. Mm. Then you will survive, not just in this economy, even if you decide to leave the country and live somewhere else, mm. you will be able to survive on credit. Mm. Credit is not bad. The credit taken without intentionality mm. And the the ability to grow money is credit that becomes a thorn in your flesh. Mm. You know, like I said, I've taken credits and I've paid back. Mm. I've taken credits two, three times in my life and I've paid back. And if I'm going to take a credit now, I know what I would be looking out for. Mm. Definitely for investment purpose. Mm-hmm. Money I want to increase in value. Mm. Right? And I will be looking at the interest. Okay, for me to earn 20%, then I can afford the 15% interest on loan. Mm. Then there will be a net return. Mm. So as long as we, we change the way we see credit, if you are hungry, don't take credit. Go and ask somebody to help you with money. I'm telling you. If you want to do parts, don't or take you credit. launch a go for it. Yeah. Go fund me yeah. and tell us that you have issues and I know these things are not easy, but the mm. truth is that don't do it. Don't don't use a loan to feed. There's no way you're going to, to get the money back. Mm. So you, be, be sincere with yourself, you know. And one thing I know is that the sky is the limit mm. for everybody that thinks about money as a tool and handles money properly. Yeah. Money is a tool. Like that's just our goal in this podcast. It's not. It's not your life. Is your life is not money. Like money, your life is not dependent on money. I know we see it that way because money fuel a lot of things that we do in our lives. Yes, but money is just a tool that helps us. We shouldn't see it as a do or die affair. Or I don't. I really don't even know how to say it. But I just, I just know that it's whatsoever that you give power to. That's what drives you crazy, like, really. And, you know, thank you very much for coming on this uh, podcast. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you. I hope we can have you again. No problem. Thank you very, very much for listening to this episode of Money Monday Podcast. Now, it does not end there. We are going to be going into the community. We're going to be discussing. We're going to be giving feedback. And Mrs. Yemis is going to be taking our questions. You don't want to miss any of the session. It promises to be educating. It promises to be inspiring. If you have not joined our community yet, 
go onto our Instagram bio at MMP underscore community. Click on the link in the bio. Just sign up and join the community now. Thank you. Money Monday podcast. Subscribe now on all audio streaming podcasts.